Welcome to the Luminous Space Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at luminousanglican.com. Welcome back to the Luminous Space Podcast. Father Chad Jarnigan here, I'm the vicar of Luminous Anglican Parish. In our first episode back, we welcome Becca Pogue, who is a spiritual director and curates the Pastor Experience, which is a retreat that she hosts with her husband, Brian. She's also a grad student working to become a licensed marriage and family therapist. We are excited to welcome Becca to the podcast today. Becca, I'm excited to have you here, and thanks for taking the time to be with us. And as we start, uh, the first question I would be is about, what is something that you have been listening to, reading, or watching, and Tell us why. Oh, I always have like a pile that I'm reading on my nightstand. Um, but right now I think a lot of what I'm finding myself drawn toward is partly because I'm back in grad school um, for therapy. So a lot of it has to do with uh, family systems that I'm reading about. Um, and then I just recently devoured Henry Nouwen's biography. Yes. was so good. Um, so I think, I think I'm constantly drawn toward that integration of faith and contemplation and mm-hmm. theology and therapy. And that is the conversation that comes up most often when people talk about um, where they are and what intrigues them, what they feed on, what they maybe have stopped feeding on Mm -hmm. uh, because they know that if they can let something else go, they might have space and room for something else that might be a bit more life-giving in this certain season. What about um, for fun? Like, what's Mm -hmm. a show that maybe you watch or you and Brian watch? Yeah. I'm curious. So the other night, we were watching the British Junior Baking Show, (laughs) and they are precious, and it makes me wish I was British, so... That's like a fun one that we find ourselves drawn toward. And then we also just recently got into Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, yeah. Which is... Yeah. Which I've is heard like, that's great. Yeah. yeah. We're enjoying. But I'll we're kind of in a Netflix drop for a bit. The stuff that I watch is uh, more dark than um, I'm comfortable in talking about. Yeah, uh, And of which Jen will not watch 90% of the things with me. We did watch Stranger Things together, and so we're caught up on that. Okay. And uh, we prohibited two of our three sons from watching that just because we didn't want to get into those waters. Um, when we normalize the things that give us life, uh, I think that we kind of look at each other and go, oh, you too, yeah. you know? And I think that that's why it's fun hearing things that, oh, I read this book, oh, I did too, mm-hmm. or I'm reading this or listening to this podcast mm-hmm. or whatever. All right, so what tensions do you navigate with the church 
And that can be faith and life, but it's all kind of connected. But I like to ask this question because I feel that it really uh, reveals a lot of what's really underneath all of us. And so if you have uh, anything you'd like to share with that, I think that would be great. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I think when I think about, gosh, the intentions, mm. um, I think the biggest one personally that I am experiencing and learning right now is that tension of um, coming home to myself. Mm. When I think I grew up in a system where whether that's church, family of origin, um, the crowds, where I think a lot of my invitation or expectation was that I needed to take care of everybody and then abandon myself. Uh, yeah. And so a lot of my last decade has been this invitation to come home to myself, to learn how to listen to God and me. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and it's been, so I think with that, you know, there's lots of letting go and mm. lots of surrendering and, um, it's just it's, the, it's a lot of that winnowing kind of back to the basics yeah yeah that's beautiful i think that will probably resonate with many of us mm -hmm. i read something on um, one of the socials the other day someone was giving this beautiful life-giving idea of what the whole of scripture was about mm -hmm. and it was really about that you are seen and that you are loved and you can always come home or you can come home again, yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. right? And because uh, I've I've talked about what that the sense of home gives us, what that means is a safety, mm -hmm. uh, um, being able to relax mm -hmm. and just decompress, mm -hmm. and without pretense, without um, the dressings, mm -hmm. you know, just to be there. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you have someone come over to your home and you are just relaxing with a glass of wine, sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm that is the best mm -hmm. because you there's no performance needed you're just kind of there and that's the undercurrent of that is like being able to say it's okay to come home Absolutely. and to be that yeah. to find a place where at one point you're navigating that tension of what was telling you something different and saying you you have to pretend you have to do this you have to perform mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. and the reality is um, that leaves us fatigued and it's really unsustainable. And it takes us years and years to figure that out usually. But once we realize that it's unsustainable, it gives us permission to just stop and then embrace that for what it is and find a healthy way forward, right? Yeah. Nice. Kind of settling in, resting in who we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important. You have a mantra to living. I want to hear it. <laughs> uh, so if you know me, it's, it's grace and space. There's nothing it. but grace and space. I think that's because I, in my journey, have needed that. Mm -hmm. I, I needed the grace to kind of fumble and find my way and become my true self. I need the space to do that. Like, that's great. space to process, space to um, try some things on, put some things down. And so I think that that is my heartbeat, is I want to offer that grace and space to other people. Accept and let people be where they are, you know, that God's with them where they are. Mm -hmm. There's no rush, there's no hurry. What have you consistently experienced in listening to people and walking with people, hearing stories? What have you seen and heard consistently mm -hmm. that helps where grace and space comes into play? Mm -hmm. 
how have you heard other people uh, needing to mm-hmm. hear grace and space? Yeah. I know, because I'm sitting here thinking through so many different faces and names come to my mind. Absolutely. And uh, like, I don't know, can you give that a little yeah. space yeah. and thought? Um, I think honoring people's stories is huge, mm-hmm. like uh, specifically grief. Yeah. You know, so many people I'm talking to right now, like mm-hmm. the, the through line is grief, loneliness, yeah. um, not stepping into the unknown, not having answers, yeah. and and the gift that that offering them is just saying like, of course you're feeling like that, of course, of course you're scared, of course you're sad, um, just honoring that without needing to put a bow or fix it. Uh, yeah. I, I think it just, it breathes like an exhale. It gives like people freedom and room to like be where they are and, right. and feel human mm. and enough in that space. Mm. So That's so good. Yeah. Well, that's very now one of you. <laughs> and there's so much that I think when we feed on a certain type of, uh, I don't know, message. Uh, now one was one of those guys who gave us the the hope in the middle of the muck yeah. right um was never pretending that the muck was never there or the tensions were never there mm-hmm. but that there was still hope mm-hmm. and that there's a way forward mm-hmm. and i think that that's the beauty that we find in the way of jesus have tried to co-op and hijack some of the message of christ mm-hmm. or to make it about something else that he had never really intended for it to be yeah. it was always about liberation and setting people free mm-hmm. And I think we can put anything we want in that place. Like, free from what? Liberated from what? Right. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Rory said that, the, that faith isn't about getting past something. It's actually being with it yeah. and seeing it all the way through. Yeah. And that means, like, being all in mm-hmm. the the dark, mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. still having a way forward because something is compelling mm-hmm. us underneath it all. Absolutely. So, so that's that's so much more that we could process with that <laughs> we'll uh, on so many <laughs> levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about this. I like to ask people this sometimes, and it might feel like putting you on the spot in a mm-hmm. way. But is there anything about the Anglican way, like the the ethos that you experience at Luminous or something that resonates with you specifically maybe more than anything else? Anything that kind of stands out? I, I think coming to Luminous has felt like a homecoming in a way, mm. um, especially stepping away from um, bigger non- denominational, yeah. um, which was beautiful for a season. Um, but Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's good to hear. And how how much does an old 
creaky, like historic space play into that? Because that's, I mean, we're that's still fairly new to us. Yeah. And and I just think that it's even in, it's in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in the air. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. It's that communion of the saints yeah. kind of thing, yeah. right? That you even talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's just, is that interesting to you? Oh. Are you kidding me? You know that it speaks to, my, it speaks to my soul. No, I can smell it in the pews. Like, I can I'm like, I wonder how many people sat here yeah. and what their stories were. And I think even just that intentional, like, the smaller space creates that yeah. sense of sacredness. And, yeah. You know, and even last week I was driving away thinking, like, oh, we don't have, um, what's that called? Like, the big thing that comes down with oh, the, the projection. Oh, the screen, yeah, yeah, screen is projection, yeah. And just, I, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of back to the basics, the simplicity, mm-hmm. and my heart longs for that more and more, mm-hmm. and the rush is is kind of honoring some of those oh, yeah. spaces again. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for sharing that. I, I hear uh, that type of undertone in yeah. so many conversations. Oh. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's a part of our story, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and we gravitate towards something even if it's for a time, mm-hmm. we gravitate for something that, that gives us life yeah. or that helps us to heal, yeah. even when we don't know that we're in need of it. Oh, completely. Right? Completely. Yeah. And, and I was talking about that a little bit yesterday, of how God works on our behalf, even when we don't know that we're in need of it. Right. And how beautiful is that, mm-hmm. right? And well, having the space. of the Spirit mm-hmm. prompting. Yeah. I think so many of our stories, we'd all agree, like, kind of feel crazy at times and so it's 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 been reassuring for me i was even talking with a friend this morning that when god's spirit is the one that's doing the inviting i can rest in that even in the moments of like god what are you doing because i can't see you or this feels heavy Mm. but to know like oh you were the one that initially invited me and you're continuing to invite me yeah that brings such comfort (laughs) we're like what's going on right because it's i mean that word invitation means so much right it it provides an entry point Mm -hmm. to whatever is next Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. an idea of of hope or restoration or healing Mm -hmm. or even discernment through a season of like what is next Mm -hmm. the invitation will provide you a space for that possibility Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and sometimes you need to be slowed and tempered or calmed to even have any awareness of what that could quite possibly be, you know. And I think we have to meet where God is maybe present and Mm -hmm. already working. Mm -hmm. And our our behalf is the slowing. Mm -hmm. That's an offering in itself, right? The slowing that we're going Mm -hmm. to say, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. I can meet and are, are just a bit more aware of what God yeah. may be doing. Yeah. That's an offering in mm-hmm. itself. What does learning to be still make you think? What does that, what does that mean to you, learning to be still? That's been an undercurrent of some of this conversation, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like it's been my last decade, but specifically mm-hmm. my last five years where I feel like um, God is inviting me to kind of live out that whole Psalm 46:10, like be still and so that you can know that uh, I'm 
actually God. Right. And so when I think of stillness, I think of my porch. Yeah. And I think of how God has kind of plopped me on my porch for five years. Um, with, with temper tantruming from me. Because I was trying to find myself at home and all these other places. Mm. Um, but I'm so thankful because when I look, and I'm still in it, but I think when I can reflect back and see, I'm having a conversation or a meeting with a directee, I can see where every moment, like he used every moment um, to kind of just have that confidence in his voice alone oh, yeah. and know who, who he is, know where he's working. Mm. Um, even when I was on my porch for a while going, I don't know what you're doing. Like I want, I'm trying to find fill in the blank. That's so good. Um, so I think stillness has been this like rooting of confidence, like this mm-hmm. tetheredness to him um, that kind of anchors me. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And how much of that resonates with uh, Psalm 23, right? Oh. And just the, the idea that we are being invited, yeah. you know, to slow down and to, to be, but also what's going to happen in that space when we do it. Yeah. That's what's so beautiful about it, right? Yeah, yeah I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for being a part of this, and I hope that you all out there have enjoyed our conversation and please when you see or have a chance to get to know becca pogue it will bring some light and life to you dare i say some grace and space <laughs> so um thank you so much becca thanks for having me Chad. peace if you would like more information or ways to be a part of luminous please go to luminousanglican.com. Peace be with you.